Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is the Glory Hunters podcast. Thanks for joining us. Today we've got Simon O'Brien, James Brown, Marlon Davis, Natalie Sawyer. Marlon representing Liverpool. Exciting for you? Absolutely. Slamming it at the top of the league, are you going to smash everyone in glory hunters? I think so. Yeah. Everyone's going to be taken out. You know how it is. We're unstoppable at unstoppable. the moment, Charlie. Especially We're unstoppable. On, on glory hunters are going to get so many points, it's unbelievable. God, it's going to be a record. Real tough talk here, Simon. Yeah, well, you know, the way I look at it, like every, every other supporter, you know, we've got to beat them at some point. Exactly. It's just, just the law of averages, so today's the day. <laughs> today's the day. Uh, James, Leeds fan normally, of course, but with Everton today... I any... still am. During this game, I am still a Leeds fan, <laughs> okay. but I am working as the leader of the Everton team. Well, right. I didn't know as they would seem to be blowing it again, Leeds, that <laughs> you, if you <laughs> would have just dropped them during this game or not. No, you, you have to be with them through ups and downs, and you know. Thin. But it is perilous, I feel, yeah. how thin our squad That's is. That's talking through thin and thin. <laughs> so, uh, thin and thin. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. This is the Glory Hunters podcast. Hello, I'm Charlie Baker and welcome to Glory Hunters, the show that invites fans to come and have a go if they think they're smart enough. Our guests are given the chance to represent the team they've always supported in an epic battle of wits where we don't even bother to warm up first. But who will find themselves seizing up and who will seize the day? It's up for grabs now on Glory Hunters. Yes, this week it's a Merseyside derby as Liverpool take on Everton. Representing Everton is actor and presenter Simon O'Brien. And he's alongside team captain James Brown. Hello. All right. Hello, how are you? Very well, thank you. And on the team sheet for Liverpool is comedian Marlon Davis, who's with team captain... Natalie Sawyer. Hello. Hello, Hello Marlon. What's going on? You all right? Yeah, very good. Very nice Scouse accent you got there. Very apples and pears. Oh, lovely. Very, very good. Typical Liverpool support, isn't it? How's your Norwegian accent, mate? (laughs) (laughs) Simon, uh, why Everton and not Liverpool? That's the first question we have to ask. Yeah, well, it's a good question, yeah. Um, Because my brother hated me dad. Oh. When, uh, when I was about 10. Yeah. And they fell out badly. My me, me brother was a very naughty teenager. Okay. So he decided to spite me, Dad, he'd start watching Everton and take me. <laughs> and so condemn me to a lifetime of misery. Oh. My dad you, got the last laugh, didn't he? Do you he? ever look across Stanley Park and think, what might have been? <laughs> I can just leave now, you know. That's just, that's just offensive, isn't it? Go on. How old were you then? What was the Everton team that you started watching? So the Everton team I started watching, it would have been where, so it's kind of early 70s, so Roger Kenyon. All right. Yeah, so really, um, Telford, 
Howard Kendall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. no, just after Kendall. Okay. Oh, no, I started watching them when they were proper bad, like they are now. Wow. Okay. Oh, they're not that bad. They're, they're on the up. They're yeah, on the they're rise terrible. now. They're on the, they're on the flat line, aren't they? Okay, okay. Yeah. But yeah. you did see the group we were just discussing before we started the quiz, the great team of the mid-80s. What a, what a time in my life that was. Yeah. I just got, the jo- just got the part on Brookie, and at the same time, Evan decided to just be the best team in the yeah. world. Yeah. And we got 17, 18, 19. Well, at least I've got some happy memories of the Blues. You mentioned Brookside as well. Then do you have happy memories of Brookside. Oh, very happy memories. Yeah, you know? got me all, got me going in, in, in this crazy. How world. old were you then when when you were in seventeen? I was then. Okay. Yeah, that's when I went to got, got the job. It was a it was a choice of it. They came around all the local schools. I, I, I didn't want to be in media at all. I, I wanted to be a botanist of all things. Yeah. And they came around the local schools saying, "Who wants to go for an audition? They're starting this new soap, soap opera." And I said, "When is it?" He said, Tuesday afternoon. Tuesday afternoon was double math stats. <laughs> I am shut up. <laughs> and lo and behold, about a month later, the life took a different you, path. You were, for a while there, you were one of the biggest actors in the country, weren't you? You were the most, one of the most recognisable faces in the country. We did all right, yeah. And did yeah, you know yeah. you were going to die or did you ask to be written out? <laughs> I, well, I, I said I was going to leave. And then what I'd seen is I'd seen other people leave. And yeah. then when the next tax bill came in, they had to get on the phone and say, can I have a few more episodes? <laughs> yeah. So to kind of force myself forward, I had a word with Phil Redman, the boss, and said, look, I want to leave and let's kill the character. And he went, yeah, OK, I'm all for that. Yeah, yeah. And that made me go forward then, you see. Yeah. So, but then he, yeah. you did that really good football show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What was yeah. Standing room only we did, didn't oh, we? Yeah, yeah. And plan great. of football. Yeah, yeah really good. Yeah. Yeah, plan of football is the only job I've ever had that my mates wouldn't let me talk about in the pub because I got paid to go and watch football in every country that was going to be in the World Cup wow. in, in oh, France. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so it, it was, wasn't and a bad your job. Your character died in York, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. We've yeah. all done that. Yeah, yeah. We've all died in York. <laughs> <laughs> now, Marlon. Yes. You are not a scouser. Yeah. Are you? Well, of course. In what way? I'm born in North In your West. heart, in your soul. Northwest London. Okay. So that's Near sort of angles. Yeah. yeah, that way. My favourite colour is red. Okay. And um, my favourite letter is L. Oh, that's so, nice. Very good. And why, why do you support Liverpool, Marlon? John Barnes. Cause Just because of, of John Barnes. That's why not what Watford, it is. Then? He, he weren't playing for Watford at the time. So um, he made a move to Liverpool. Yeah. And uh, Liverpool were winning things when I was a child. Mm-hmm. And because uh, of the red and living in Northwest and the L. And John Barnes, he's, he's from Jamaica, and my family from Jamaica, so it makes sense. And then he did a rap, and then that was it. Oh, yeah. it. That Sealed was it. it, that was it, and I was like... Now, Marlon, whenever we have a Comic-Con, we like to make them feel comfortable by, hmm. by playing a bit of their day job okay. to people. So here's a clip of you in action. But I had to move out of Mum's because she used to do stuff that irritates me, just the little things. Like, I'm upstairs, and she's downstairs, and she calls out my name. She's like, Marlon! 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 I'm like, yeah! Marlon! I'm on my way! Marlon! I'm on the stairs! Marlon! I'm in the middle! Marlon! I'm nearly there! Marlon! Last step! Marlon! I'm in your face, Mum! Why are you still shouting for? And she's like, go upstairs and get my slippers for me. There he is. That was amazing. So, Everton, you will kick off next as both teams try and convince me that they are the biggest here today as we do this. My club's bigger than your club. My club's bigger than your club. We want each of our guests to tell us why they are the biggest club here today. They're free to employ any reasoning they wish. However, it's not about medals on the table. It's an exercise in winning hearts and minds. Simon O'Brien, you're going to go first. 
and your 30 seconds start now. Well, let's look at the facts from the School of Science. Let's look at the scientific facts, okay? okay? What's the biggest animal that's ever lived? Is it a red whale? No, it's a blue whale. <laughs> blue light has much higher energy than red light. Opposite ends of the spectrum, mate, okay? Even everyone in the universe agrees with us because when you look at Earth from space, from wherever you look at it, is it the red planet? No, that's Mars, mate. It's the blue planet. <laughs> so therefore, you've got the biggest animal in the world. Yeah. We live on the blue planet. Mm. That makes us the biggest club, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah? And also, when do we get a result against you? Is it once in a red moon? <laughs> no, it's once in a blue moon, see? It's all about being the blue or the red, you see? Blue is the winning colour. We are the bigger club. That's obvious, isn't it? Lovely answer from Simon O'Brien there. Marlon Davis, can you tell us why Liverpool are a bigger club than Everton? Well, Everton sits where? It's within Liverpool, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so you're within us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So how can you be bigger than us? You play I mean, our old hand. We got rid of our old pitch right. and sold it to you. Yeah, but well, what are you doing with your one now, isn't it? Like, it's just what it is. It's, you, well, you, so like you, I said, we've got a hand. Yeah. And you guys would be like a fingernail <laughs> on the hand. You're not. Who's bigger? I mean, Liverpool have got 580 million fans worldwide. Everton have 990,000. But you say you're the people's club, but the people have already chosen, and it's Liverpool. <laughs> Liverpool are bigger than you. I know. And you just have to accept it. All of our supporters, most of our supporters, come from the city. <laughs> okay. Us <laughs> <laughs> is around the world, yeah? That's what it is. So they've recruited me. I'm in London. <laughs> and there's many of us. There's all around the world. We're just. We're just bigger than that. The argument doesn't stand to no, be are. fair because I, I, like, I like Hollywood films. Yeah. yeah. But that doesn't make me a real Hollywood film fan. I'm not from Hollywood. No, you're not. There's not a connection. I feel like Simon's turned up with better argument than <laughs> I mean, you here, Marlon. It's just I feel logic. like you've just turned up no, pretty arrogantly going to go. If we're just a bigger else. team. The if best music, the origination of rock and roll, was the blues. Yeah. Was it the reds? Oh. OK, there we are. I think I'm going to give all the points to Simon. Because, because he had a brilliant argument that blue things, some blue things, are bigger than he some blue things. you out of the water. Giroud scored a brilliant header with the last kick of the game. <laughs> this is the podcast of Glory Hunters from TalkSport. Time now to incur the wrath of the sporting gods as we enter the round known as... Sporting Heretics. This is where I invite each member of the panel to renounce conventional thinking and suggest an idea they believe will improve sport for the better. Previous suggestions have included abolishing the World Cup, a transfer window for fans, and even doing away with half-time. This is an exercise in thinking the unthinkable, regardless of the offence it may cause amongst the Puritans and sporting snowflakes. Marlon, we're going to start with you. Yeah. And it says here, extra time, less players. Yeah, football's a nearly perfect game as it is already, but when it comes to extra time, that's when it gets a bit, oh, a bit boring. It gets a bit tense, and they've tried previously to jazz it up by introducing new rules. They had golden goal, they had the silver goal rule. What I think they should do in extra time, because it's 30 minutes, yeah. it's a bit boring, they should have less players on the pitch. So the manager, what they have to do is take off about two or three players. The pitch gets bigger. The players are tired. <laughs> There's going to be more excitement. 
So I think that's what they should and do. And do they come off straight away at the start of the extra yeah. time? Yeah, I think so. Marlon, what about actually you get to pick the players on the op on the opposition team that get taken out? That's nice. Oh, that's nice. It's just like... No, then you'll just take off the And it's blind. Course. So you just write the names down. They've got to come off. Lovely. Or a draw. Through's going off in the middle oh, of the yeah. minute. Oh, wow. A draw, I a draw. I'm going off. It's number 41. Oh, love number, that. Just a draw in the middle. That's a nice idea, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. See, the reason I like it, Marlon, is it's also taking the game back to the grassroots because when you used to play on the park, half the players used to have to get off to go and have tea, didn't they? Mm. So it's the same, it's the <laughs> same <laughs> thing, <laughs> isn't it? About five o'clock, you'd lose half <laughs> your team anyway. Lovely, lovely. And in the end, there'd be about three of you, just the ones that your mum and dad didn't want to own. Beautiful, it's a beautiful point. And if it was late in the game, you'd never even it up. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. such a good point. I'm going to give Marlon two goals and Simon one for, for not even his own answer. <laughs> Um, I think that's allowed, I'm not sure. Yes, we've looked into the rule book and <laughs> wow. we can't do that. <laughs> there we are, two goals, Marlon. Well, How exciting, wasn't it? Yeah. Natalie, no game should end in a draw. Yeah, we always want to see winners and losers. Mm. So why should a team end in shared spoils? I don't want to have extra time. No. I don't even want extra time. No. I don't want a penalty shootout either. What I want is a panel of people sat around coming up with ingenious ways of finding a solution to a 90-minute draw. Okay. So, so what, it, what it'll be, it might be, right, so it's 1-1, we have a crossbar challenge. Oh, OK. Yeah. And who's decided this? This is a, pa a panel. And who is the panel? Well, we, it's up to us. We can decide whoever. Oh. It could be ex-players. Whoever just wants to get involved in the panel, we will get a winner come the result, whether, as I say, it's a crossbar challenge, yeah. an arm wrestle, yeah. a thumb war. How many on the panel are there? Oh, a, let's say a maximum <laughs> of... Four. Scunthorpe v Burton yep. this week, if it's a draw, will be decided by, by Slapsies. It, absolutely. Lovely. Whatever it is. A relay race. A game of play your cards right. But see? What a, it's you're, a lovely you're idea. You're, and good, you'll Simon. always get winners, so you'll always get one set of fans going home delighted. I like it, Natalie. I, I can't see how the logistics work, but I'm going to give you two goals. Thank there you. we are. Uh, James Brown, yes. sound effects to lighten the mood. Yeah, this is a very simple idea. Football is far too serious. We mm. go there in trepidation. Most people come back slightly depressed, you know, a little bit unfulfilled. Yeah. Um, That's why he's the captain of my team so today. Therefore, <laughs> therefore, I want to use audio enhancement to lighten the mood of football. Shin pads and goalposts and crossbars should have sound effects. Mm. Like in Tom and Jerry. Oh. Right, right. right. Like a there's no, there's no language no. in Tom and Jerry apart from sometimes the, yeah, the, the, pe the people's faces you never see. Yes. Okay? It's all just sound effects. Forks going through heads, oh, bodies turning into the shapes of anvils, people getting smashed into toasters and popping up. It's all just sound effects. Every time there's contact, every tackle, every if there was a comic sound effect, Exactly. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. It would be great. It would be really ha. Great header there. <laughs> and then also Ooh. to enhance that, kick. to build on that at half time and full time, yeah. they should, you know, in rugby league, they have a like, uh, hooter. Yeah, yeah, hooter, yeah, or the they gong, should yeah. alternate popular TV theme oh, tunes. Lovely, lovely. Scooby Doo, oh, yeah. Brookside, Curb yeah, yeah. Your Enthusiasm, Hawaii Five Oak, Hong Kong Fooey, Grangeil, Persuaders. So one team will just feel even better. Yeah. And then for the losers, it'll soften the blow a bit. They go, OK, at least I'm in this theme tune that I'd I say love. the uh, TV thing they could use at Everton. No, Pointless. but you have to change it all the time. Oh. 
They already have a TV theme at Everton. Z cars. Z cars, of course they do. But they rotate it. I love it. Is it uh, so? Is is it someone in the in the crowd doing it each no, time? Or you put a, like a like a soundboard right. every time you hit the post. Oh, it right. would just so automatically it's, it's, go. Oh, it's automatic. Whatever. Exactly. So every tackle, every it, shin yeah. pad to shin pad, would, would like. <laughs> kids would love it, wouldn't it? Oh, kids so would just change the atmosphere. <laughs> Football. So earlier in the season, when Everton were two 0 up against Newcastle and managed yeah. to lose two goals in yeah. in the ninety fourth oh, yeah. minute, that's just got to be. I loved it, James. I'm going to give you three goals. Which is very exciting, isn't it? Three goals. Yeah, Simon, you want to move the goalposts? Yes, let's move the goalposts. And, and what I mean by this is, so literally, so the goal is yeah. on a track that runs along the goal line. Okay. okay? okay. And each manager yep. has a remote control, <laughs> as well as each goalie has a remote control, <laughs> and a randomly picked spectator, oh, season nice. ticket holder, lovely, lovely. also has, and they can each move the goal okay. once during the game. Yeah. Once. Yeah. So, so, so in other words, so they're stepping up to take a pen, okay, and just before he hits it, the goalie can move the goal right, right down to Bang. the corner flag. <laughs> now, <laughs> how fast would it move? Oh, it's it's quick, quick. It's fast. Yeah. Woof. And you can move it as little or right. as far as you want, but it just depends on how, how much you hold the button down. Yeah. So it could actually backfire in some cases. For example, you know, our, our striker Umar Niasi. Now, now when he takes a shot, no one, including him knows where it's going. <laughs> so, 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 you could, so you could move the goal and unwittingly it'll go in. And also it helps the goalies keep warm as well. Because I always feel sorry for goalies on those cold November nights. Maybe it's something there. for the second keepers to do, for the reserve keepers. They don't do a lot, do they, the reserve keepers, other than do the warm-up. Oh, Maybe they could, that, ah, you could give them the box. Yeah, just an yeah. Idea. OK, I love that. But just basically, just basically get the goalies to run so around it, It's the keepers. Who else got the managers get the manager a choice? The manager gets to go. And, and like, Sheila, and Sheila Griffiths in B42. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, She's yeah. there. Yeah. Douche yeah. once. Yeah. Oh, Sheila's pressed the button. Yeah. Boom, it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Lovely. And it was Sheila also... Can. It would, would also great. bring in that, that long-forgotten art that I think Stanley Matthews did first and uh, then Johan Cruyff replicated, sure. the past penalty. Because Cruyff did it, didn't he? And it is actually in the rule book that you mm. can pass a penalty. Pass so forward, yeah. you're just about to take the penalty, Smart Alex supporter moves the goal down oh, to the corner yeah, flag, lovely. but you just knock it square, oh, don't you? Yeah. Like, and the goal's like, over there. Like Thierry Henry to Pires. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And then they wow. mess it up. Yeah. Great answer, Simon. I'm going to give you another three goals there. Really, really good for Everton. So at the end of that round, the scores are Everton 10, Liverpool 4. I can see the carrot at the end of the tunnel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. 
Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. From TalkSport, this is Glory Hunters, the podcast. Time now for Back in the Day, where we travel back to a landmark moment in both clubs' history. James and Simon, we're going to go back to 1995 and this. This is Jackson, right out in the middle. Still Jackson, and Stewart! It's there, right up. Everton take the lead at the second attack, albeit. Paul Ryder. Paul Rideout's goal in the FA Cup final against Man United saw Everton win the match 1-0 and lift the trophy for a fifth time. But what else do you remember of that year? 1995. Here we go. Question one. It was the 50th FA Cup final to be staged at Wembley since the war. But what else was significant about that game? Was it A, it was the last time a team led by an English manager won the cup? B, it was the last time the starting lineups for both teams were comprised solely of players from the home nations. Or was it C, it was the first cup final to be attended by Princes William and Harry. That was my first FA Cup final. Was oh, it? How was yeah. that? Is, is that the answer? No, that's not, that's not the answer. No. I swear I've seen you before. <laughs> Why were you there, Natalie? My, my dad managed to get a couple of tickets and he was going to take my brother, but I, I was appalled. I said, I've never been. I want to go to the FA Cup final. So he took me and we were sat next to two very happy... Uh, drunk Evertonians and yeah right but what else was significant about the game other than Natalie was there okay. was uh, it the last time a team managed by an English manager won the cup the last time the starting lineups for both teams were comprised solely of players from the home nations or was it the first cup final to be attended by Princes William and Harry I don't think it's that last one because there'd be toddlers I mean I don't know how old Harry and William are but that's 20 it's 25 oh, years ago yeah and I don't think it's the one the about nations? all... Because at the time, Man United had... They had Cantona, they had Kanchowskis, maybe even Pabosk. Yeah, 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 go on, OK, I'm with your reason, reasoning there. Let's go for, then. Well, maybe, they, maybe they did take the kids when they were really young. <laughs> Princess Diana was still alive, maybe she was keen. Go now. on, then, go for that. Let's go, go Princess. Yeah, go Princess. You're correct. They accompanied Prince Charles, who awarded the trophy. They had them there. But Prince... were they like three and four years old? They must have, well, no, they must have been older than that. How old are they now? They're probably in their mid-30s, yeah, aren't they now? Yeah. Early 30s, Natalie. Yeah. There we are. One goal to you there. Question two. 1995 was also the year of this. When the seagulls follow the trawler, it's because they sink sardines will be thrown into the sea. Thank you. Eric Cantona delivered his enigmatic response to the press following his kung fu kick at Crystal Palace. But who, more recently, has imitated Cantona by quoting the line about seagulls before walking out of a press conference? Was it A, Theresa May at a summit of European leaders, B, the actor Sheila LaBeouf whilst promoting a film he was starring in, or was it C, Archbishop Justin Welby whilst attending the General Synod of the Church of England. What? Was it Theresa May, Sheila Buff, or Justin Welby? Well, the Archbishop one just sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? So, it's got, so that, that's got to be in the running, hasn't it? What, the Archbishop? No, yeah. yeah why, why on earth would a bishop say that? 
<laughs> well, maybe maybe Theresa May thought she was being contemporary like when she said boycott was her favourite kicker. <laughs> you have a choice. You, okay. you choose. Archbishop Justin Welby, obviously. Going with C, Justin Welby. Let's find out. When the seagulls follow the trawler, <laughs> it is because they think sardines will be thrown into the sea. Thank you very much. Well, Archbishop Justin Welby there. <laughs> <laughs> no. Move on, move on. <laughs> Sheila Buff, of course, promoting the film he was starring in. OK, question three. On the subject of films, can you tell me what was the highest grossing movie of the year in 1995? Was it A? The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. The usual suspects, or was it? I told me one time. Don't let yourself get attached to anything you are not willing to walk out on in 30 seconds flat if you feel the heat around a corner. That's heat, or perhaps... Congratulations, you're still alive. Yippee-ki-yay, mother... And that was, of course, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Was it A, the usual suspects, B, heat, or Die Hard with a Vengeance, James? Is it, I think Die Hard. Yeah, the usual suspects, great film, but it's got to yeah. be Bruce I think Die Hard. You're going to go with Die Hard with a Vengeance? Yeah. You're absolutely right. There it is. So at the end of the round, you scored two goals, which takes you to 12, which makes it Everton 12, mm. Liverpool 4. Natalie and Marlon, yeah. we're going to fast forward 10 years to 2005, and this... There will be no second chances if Shenchenko misses. It's saved it! The European Cup is returning to England and to Anfield. Liverpool are champions of Europe again. Yes, it's the miracle of Istanbul where Liverpool overturned a 3-0 deficit to beat Milan on penalties and win the Champions League. What a night. But what else do you remember of that year? Question one. It was the 50th season of Europe's Premier Club competition, but which of these facts about the game are false? Was it A, first time the trophy had been won by a team that hadn't won their domestic league the previous season? B, Liverpool were allowed to keep the trophy as it was their fifth European title. Or C, Liverpool were 350 to 1 at half time to win the match. So, which of those statements is false, Whoa. though, Natalie? What do you think? No, I was in a bar. Odds? I remember where I was. I was in a bar with my friends. Okay. Um, but I do think maybe I, of, of the three options, it's the odds that stand out to me. But I don't know. What do you think? I'm going to. I mean. How many times have you won the league? Uh, Champions League, European Cup? Six now. So that would make sense. I imagine, obviously, first team to not have won the league. Well, we know they haven't yeah. the previous season. Yeah. And what's the first option? First time the trophy had been won by a team that hadn't won their domestic league the previous season. Other teams so have done it. Other teams have Do done it before. All right, what should we go with that one? Yeah. You going with A? You're right to go with A, because oh, Man United did it in 1999. Oh. Question two. Arsenal beat Man United to win the FA Cup, but what was particularly significant about that match? A. First FA Cup final to have no member of the royal family present. B. First FA Cup final to be decided on penalties. Or C. First final back at the new Wembley. The royal family one. That one sticks out because mm -hmm. I can remember them not attending an FA Cup final match and uh, well, it was a big that? thing. That's it was instinct. a big thing. We'll go with that. Thing. We'll go with A I'm not again. sure if You're it going was that A. Year. OK, let's find out. Patrick Vieira to win the FA Cup for Arsenal.
Yes, Patrick Vieira, in his last game for Arsenal, scored the winning penalty wow. after it had remained goalless in extra time. Arsenal won the game 5-4 on penalties. No goals for you there. Question three. 2005 was also the year of this. England have regained the ashes at the Oval. September the 12th, 2005. The match here is drawn. Let the celebrations begin. Yes, England regained the ashes in a series that gripped the nation. But can you tell me which Elton John song does Freddie Flintoff credit <laughs> with inspiring the team? Was it A? Oh, Saturday night's all right for fighting, or B? Rocket Man, or was it? Don't you know I'm still standing better than I ever did? Looking like a true survivor, feeling like a little kid. There we are. Which wow. of those Elton John songs inspired the 2005 England winning Ashes team? Wow. Three Ooh. classics, of course, Marlon. Yeah, well, um, but the Lion King one's not in it. <laughs> I thought that's that's got to be that one. Which one from the Lion King did you oh, think it was? No. Can you feel the love tonight? Can you feel the love tonight? Yeah. Is that your favourite Elton John? Is it, Marlon? So. Oh, that's what I want. It was my wedding song. Ah, yeah, oh, that's nice. Can you feel oh. the love tonight? Yeah. You've that's thought nice. about that already. That's, that's nice. lovely. That's, that's, that's really nice. sweet. Extra points. Extra points. <laughs> no extra points. Um, <laughs> when's the big day? <laughs> when's the big day? Oh, when we when we win the league. Oh, oh, not long then. Could be next week. Oh, oh. you kept it waiting a while, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> if it depends on you winning the league. <laughs> 30 years later, <laughs> when we win the league next Marlon's time. Marlon's the only gutted Liverpool fan. It's a good film, that. It's a good idea. Saturday wow. night's all right for fighting. Rocket oh. Man or I'm Still Standing. It's got to be I'm Still Standing. Well, you'd have thought. You'd have thought I'm Still Standing. Good cricket song it would be, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. I'm Sounds Still right. Standing. Probably isn't yeah. right, so it's too obvious. Well, let's find out. Oh, no, no, no. Rocket Man. One of my favourite memories is watching Elton John cry as all the Everton supporters sang to him, I guess that's why you call us the Blues. Oh. And we beat them in the FA Cup yeah, final. Yeah, oh. that was lovely, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. What a nice thing. You know well. another question they had earlier? This, oh, yeah. You know um, Everton lost a 2 little lead? They did, Newcastle yeah. pulled back earlier this week. Earlier, yeah. After the game, Ancelotti, Carlo Ancelotti, who obviously played for AC Milan, was talking about squandering a lead, and he said... Uh, you know, guys, it's never over. I have lost a 3-0 lead in the Champions League final. Yeah. And somebody tweeted, don't tell them that, it's not going to help. <laughs> I always used to put my right boot on first and then, obviously, my right sock. Marlon. Yes. Now you're about to go on tour. With yeah. the, the stand-up tour? Yeah. It's called, what's it called? Emotional Blackmail. Emotional Blackmail. Yeah. And what's it about? It's about... I was in a coma, if you don't know. You were in a coma? I was in a coma why, a couple of years Why ago. were you in it? Natalie's looking confused. I know. Why well, were was, you in a coma? How did you get into the coma? I was coming back from a show. So I was driving. Mm -hmm. I was involved in a car crash. Ah. Unfortunately, it does happen. Mm -hmm. uh, lucky enough, I'm still here. Yeah. Um, but I fell asleep behind the wheel and hit a tree on the motorway. Wow. Or off the motorway, I came off of it, and uh, oh my I got found anyway, so it was found, nice. And then, well, uh, how, how long were you in a coma for? Twenty-eight days. So, how were you found? 
Did someone see you and, and call 999? Guess so, yeah. And uh, I don't know who that person is, so I'd like, just like to thank them right now for saving my life. Yeah. Let's hope they're a Glory Hunters fan. I hope so. <laughs> I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. Who isn't? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so when you kind of when you woke yeah. from your yeah. coma, what were you? I mean, well, I don't even know how you wake from a coma and what you think. What... Well, there's a lot of things that did happen. Um, Leicester won the league, yeah. which I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So sure. that happened. He's... Brexit happened as well. So um, yeah, um... I imagine that. So. <laughs> also, that was the year when all those great celebrities just kept yeah. dying. Yeah. Prince yeah. went. Uh, Prince yes. went on and on and on and on. Yeah. But you're still here. I am still here, Marlon. I'm still here. And you're going to see Liverpool in the league. That's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, that's the first time ever because um, I started supporting Liverpool 30 years ago. So I've never right. seen Liverpool win. Maybe it's your fault. Do you think so? Yeah, maybe it's since you supported them. So should... You've been dragging it down. If you right. stop now, they might win the league. <laughs> <laughs> Simon, how will it be in the city when Liverpool win the league? I don't know. It won't be in the city. <laughs> <laughs> we just let all Evertonians just move out for a couple of weeks. A lot of Airbnbs yeah, available. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to Manchester. <laughs> hey, hey, actually, you've got a show on Channel 4, haven't you? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, tell us what it's called. Find a fixer, flog it. And it, yeah, fix it, flog it. We're in our fourth series, and we basically just have a wander around. Uh, me and a crazy man called Henry Cole, who's a Swindon supporter. Is he? And yeah, and we just dive into people's sheds and garages, grab what we want, do it up. Bit of the old upside. With permission, I'm assuming. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's doing great, you know. They just keep yeah. asking us to do when more. When you say things, you find, what do you find? An old bike or anything? It could be Foxes. anything, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we, we found, uh, we've been to places where, they went to a place where they, they give people goes in tanks, like armoured tanks. Yeah. And we just got, like, what, like Henry took a missile. And I, I, I didn't want to take the missile because <laughs> they weren't convinced it was dud. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so he, he, he to took it off and painted it, didn't yeah, he? And all that kind of stuff turned it. I, I didn't like that idea. It turned it into some kind of funky kind of office kind of decoration kind of thing. But we, do, just, every, uh, we do also everything. We don't anything. Tudor panels I found in some ooh. place that it turned into something cool. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Yeah, it is. We have a really good laugh doing it as well. And, and yeah. do you do any acting at all now? I do, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I pretend to like Liverpool supporters oh, yeah. <laughs> on a regular basis. Yeah. I tell them I'm, you know, I'm, I'm you know, supporting them and all, all the way through the season and yeah. it's about time they won the league. Yeah. Kind of stuff, you know, so, yeah, I keep those skills up. Yeah. Well, we're in the dying moments of the game and we move into injury time where each side has 60 seconds to score as many goals as possible. The current losing side goes first, which is Liverpool. You are on six goals. Yeah. I'm going to list a series of footballers and their favourite books. Oh. All you've got to do is tell me which are true and which are false. Okay. When your time is up, you'll hear this sound. Now, do you want to ask a different question or do you want to ask it differently? Do you understand the question? Yeah, I certainly do. OK, your time starts now, Shea Given, Angela's Ashes. True. It is true. Joey Barton, Plato's Republic. False. It's true. Mm. Neil Warnock, Sun Tzu's The Art of War. False. It's false. Adam Lalana, The Gruffalo. True. It's true. <laughs> Harry Kane, Little Women. False. It is false. Gareth Barry, The Da Vinci Code. True. true. It is true. Frank Lampard, The Making of Modern Britain. True. It's true. Jurgen Klopp. Motley Crue, The Dirt, The Confessions <laughs> of the World's Most Notorious Rock Band. True. It's false. <laughs> Jens Lehmann, The Kite Runner. True. It's true. Brian Clough, The Collected Raymond Chandler. False. It's true. Chris Smalling, Wainwright's Walks. False. It's false. Gary Lineker, The Wisden Cricketer's Almanac. 
False. False. It's true. Jordan Henderson, the wit and wisdom of Winston Churchill. False. <laughs> it's false. Wayne Bridge, Horrid Henry. True. True. It's true. Roy Hodgson, American Pastoral by Philip Roth. True. It's true. Yeah. Jose Mourinho, How to Win Friends and Influence false. People. It's false. <laughs> Gareth Southgate. Do you want to ask a different question or do you want to ask it differently? You might need this. Gareth Southgate, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. True. It's false. Oh, okay, true. at the end of that round, you scored 12 goals. Excellent. Yeah. Which means you're on 18. Oh, yes. Five ahead mm. of Everton. And next up, it is Everton with James and Simon. I'm going to list a series of footballers and the jobs they had prior to their career in football. All you have to do is tell me which are true and which are false. You need six to win. When your time is up, you'll hear this sound. No, I'm just trying not to get fined. So I hope that answers your questions. Are we ready? Your yep. time starts now. Ricky Lambert worked in a beetroot factory. True. true. It is true. Peter Schmeichel was a cleaner. True. It is true. Vinnie Jones ran an artisan coffee shop. False. False. George A. Popescu worked in espionage. False. false. It's true. Sven Goran Eriksson, gentleman's tailor. False. It is false. Jose Mourinho, teacher. True. It's true. Andrea Perlo, trainee hairdresser. False. It's false. Socrates, doctor. True. 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 Chris Waddle, sausage maker. True. It is true. Ralph Hassenhuttl, military historian. False. It is false. Ian Dowie, worked for British Aerospace. False. It's true. Stuart Pearce, electrician. True. This is true. Louis van Gaal, interior designer. False. It is false. Miroslav Closer, carpenter. True. It is true. Shaka Hislop was an intern at NASA as an engineer. True. It is true. Pep Guardiola, fairground boxer. False. Tis no, false. I'm just trying not to get fined. So I hope that answers your questions. So at the end of that round, you scored 14, correct? Oh, which takes you to 27 goals. Absolutely thrashed Liverpool today, Everton have. Hope that makes up for the score in midweek, which means the final scores are 27 to Everton and 18 to Liverpool. Liverpool, Marlon, can you take any positive from that at all? I mean, we tried. You did try. We turned up. You did turn up. Yeah. Let's say that. It. We did our best. The good thing is it's not a reflection of the true league. Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah. That was your best, was it? I mean... OK. OK, I know. Um... <laughs> James, Simon, what positives do you think that victory sends out for Everton pushing well, on for the rest of the season? Well, it's about time we beat them in one way or another, isn't it? Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. I think you can hold it aloft. Yeah. Very good. So, to our winners, we say... Yes! Yes! And for the losers... It's time to go. Whatever, it's man. time to go now. Whatever. We can't keep Whatever. carrying on like this. My thanks to Natalie, James, Simon and Marlon. Until next time, from myself and everyone here, it's goodbye. Simon, what a win. Just thrashed, thrashed Liverpool, Everton today. Well, you know, we're we, we finally getting it together. Uh, you know, I, I was inspired by uh, Ancelotti. We did the whole thing with yeah. one and eyebrow raised, didn't we, James? Yeah. And I think that's yeah. made, made the difference. That's what it was. Yeah. was it? I yeah. could see that. I wondered why you were doing that, yes. actually. Mm -hmm. It yep. felt weird at the time, but now I understand. Mm -hmm. Very good. James, is that your first win on Glory Hunt? It is indeed. Ever? Um, yes, it is. Wow. I think it's the fifth time I've been on. Do you now feel like it's less rigged? Uh, well, oh. I mean, what I take away from this is tweeting you in advance, <laughs> having a word as we on. come in, just putting a little bit of thought into your mind that it may have been previously unfairly judged. 
You feel that's you know, they, they could be. I mean, Natalie probably agrees that does work. You thought that worked? Did, did he swear you? No, Natalie. Yeah. I'm just no, checking. No way, Marlon. Yeah. You seem to have gone very quiet. You were big, full of big talk before yeah, the before the quiz. Was it? Was in a coma, wasn't it? Oh hell yeah! I forgot so, that. Uh, I'm bored of that now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, now uh, we, of course, the last round we we asked about footballers and books they yes. liked and to yeah. coincide with that we asked on Twitter what's the greatest sports book of all time um, and to name a few in no particular order Adrian Durham and others suggested a little knowledge is a dangerous thing by John Sitton I've not read that anybody read that no. oh. he's the bring your dinner guy from the great documentary about Orient yes. oh yeah he lost his temper and delivered like, a truly startling full or half-time talk in which he during which he asks his players for fights. <laughs> wow. That's what it's like when they, when they turn the mics off yeah. on Glory Hunters. Only a game, Eamon Dumphy, Fever Pitch, Nick Hornby, of course, sort of changed football books, yeah. didn't it? Changed sports books completely. It was a football book for people who don't go to football. It was. It was. Open, Andrea Gassi. That is my particular choice. I think that's mm. the best sports book. Yeah, Great book. I like yeah. it that, that, he, that he doesn't like the sport he's in. And then it <laughs> proceeds to brilliant beginning, why. hasn't it? He yeah. starts on the floor of a hotel in Paris, in the dark, in agony. Yeah. Wow. It's a brilliant opening to a book. Mm. It is that first. That He's not first... a sports writer. The guy who wrote it was a Pulitzer Prize journalist. Was he? Uh, he was like mm. a straight reporter. I like the thing of his dad when he's in the cot, dangles a tennis ball over his cot to make his eyes watch the tennis ball. What about what? when? Yeah. What about when his dad has a fight with Steffi Graf's dad? Yeah, yeah. that's really what they meet. When Andre and Steffi make... are getting married, yeah. and the two dads they introduce yeah. them for the first time, yeah. and they get on really well for a while, and then they end up going, you know, of course, if I if I'd managed, uh, I could have got Steffi sixteen titles. Yeah, or and they end up yeah. shirts off really fighting on the clay court. Yeah. The greatest footballer you never saw: the Robin Friday story, Paolo Hewitt and Paul McGuigan. The Damned United, David Peace, James, you must have something to say about that great book terrible film oh why don't you like the film because it was full of major inaccuracies oh we're not all the inaccuracies in the book because no, the book was obviously fiction it's easier to present fiction and, and in a book because it says fiction on the outside yeah. okay. the film was presented as if it was fact oh. and forever young the story of adrian doherty's football's lost genius dark trade donald mccray some great books there anyone want to add to that list yeah at home with the blue brazils Okay. Yeah, it was, it's a, it's a story. Beath, is it? That? Yeah, 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 correct. The story of Cowden Beath uh, and the Cowden Beath of my second team. Uh, it was written by the vicar of Cowden Beath, mm. and, and it became it, it became a little cult bestseller. Yeah. But the reason I love it so much is because I went to watch Cowden Beath. Cowden Beath mm. held the world record at one time for not winning a game, and I went to watch them one November evening. The sleet was coming in sideways. I think the, hot, the entire um, attendance was about 140. And people just huddled together like penguins <laughs> to stay alive. And I went round and asked the shortest question I've ever asked. I just went, why? <laughs> <laughs> and, and the best answer I got was, well, you support them through the bad times. You support them through the good times. You've got to support them through the bad times. And I said, when were the good times? <laughs> and this guy thought about it for a minute and he went... We beat Celtic in the Cup at 73. Good <laughs> <laughs> game. And they were, well, he they were the there. Imagine if he wow. wasn't there for that. Yeah. Yeah. Cowden Beef is one of only four teams with the letters A, B, C, D and E in the name. Lovely fact. And they say you don't learn anything. You can take that away. Well, and without brilliant. Googling it, go and find out what the other 
Well, there we go. I suggest you read Left Foot in the Grave by Gary Nelson, which is a season with Torquay United. There we are. What a surprise that I've chosen Absolutely. that book. Mr by Rory Smith. Oh, another one. That came out about three years ago. All about British coaches coaching abroad mm. and how they influence football all over the world That's throughout good, the 20th it? century. It's fascinating. That's it for another week on Glory Hunters. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. Do rate and review and subscribe and we'll see you next week.